I'm live. We're here. Some of you guys, uh, some of you guys may have been kind of feeling sick or down recently. Um, might be feeling some symptoms of some grogginess. Uh, not not the flu, but almost flu-like symptoms. Not all of them combined, but just maybe some of them individual ones. Some sweats. Um, maybe you feel maybe you feel hot at night. Um, maybe throughout the day you feel just extra extra stress and perspiration. And while while that may feel like sickness, I I need you guys to realize. In this time, we are receiving incredible energy light that is in, in such a high vibrational frequency, it is tough for our bodies to command into itself. And you, what, you, what you need to do is find a way to align yourself with the proper values that will be bring these frequencies into your life better because once you do that your energy blocks will be released um, you'll be healed free to do what you want free to have a podcast where your friends not cutting in and out all the time free to be who you want to be so as we guide through the rest of July, I want to just remind everyone to be open to the sun's light and receive the healing energies because sickness isn't real. And if you're not feeling good, it's just because you haven't been in the sun enough. And if you've been in the sun a lot and you're sunburnt and you're still depressed, it's... It's because your shit's just not right and you're not vibing on the right frequency. So, um, to all of our listeners out there, to Connor, to Janaid, I just want to say, you know, happy July. Yeah. Maybe touch grass sweaties. Oh, touching grass is a lot. Jay, do you have any, um... Alright, guys. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> to the Prepared for Nothing podcast, where we open with some very uh, influential and provocative ideas about why you might be feeling depressed or groggy from Justin. And we have Connor, our skeptic, and me, myself, Janaid, also very, very skeptical about whatever. Well, you guys don't believe in my shit? About. <laughs> you guys don't believe my shit? <laughs> We're skeptical, but the thing is, I have been feeling groggy the past week. I think it's just because I have to be in this heat. You're not bringing in the 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 light energy of the heat, Nate. Why is that? Okay, what if whenever I go to the bathroom, I sweat a liter of water? How about that? Explain that. Would would that have no effect? A little bit too much heat. Well, it sounds like you just need to shade yourself. 
Dude, I'm I'm in the house. This is what I'm talking about. When you make excuses, your energy is not aligned <laughs> with the light energy that is coming in. So you're not able to properly absorb it. So that makes you, you know, shit for days and sweat it out like a motherfucker. Janae, have you, you know those weight packs? You're right, you're right, Shaman Tilly. you've been listening. <laughs> Answer Connor's question now. Janae, do you ever, you ever used one of those weight packs? Or like those weighted vests? That like you can stick the bricks in? That have the little sleeves? I did it like a decade ago when I was training All right. hard. So what were you training for? I was just training to work out. I had a trainer. Okay. Sorry, Connor. Yeah, yeah. Interrupt you. So I got a buddy that has one of those. And uh, he discovered that you can buy in bulk from Costco those, like, lunchbox-sized ice packs. And they fit perfectly in the sleeves. So I got, like, 12 of them and just stuffed all his sleeves with it. And he calls it his uh, his summer vest. <laughs> And he goes for runs in it, and it just keeps him cool the entire time. That sounds fucking dope, dude. Yeah, and it's still kind of weighted, too. That's amazing. I kind of want one for the studio right now. Yeah, but, I mean, it's like you're running with, like, 12 ice packs strapped to your chest, and it's like you don't you don't overheat a bit. Plus, you, you're still carrying, like, about, you know, 15 pounds of water and blocks of ice on you. Right. Do you think it would be beneficial if you're a big fat lady? Hear me out here. To take two of those freezer ice packs and just stick them like under your titty flops. In your rolls? Ice cubes? Not ice cubes. Those like refreezable ones. Hmm. Maybe. I, I do know people that, uh, I had like a really fat friend that would, he'd like stick ice in his um in his rolls. What do you do, Jake? Couch. Do I put ice cubes in my fat rolls? Yeah, man. That question seemed pretty clear. I don't. No, I don't try that. I usually just am shirtless most of the day. Nice. Nice. Yeah, it's just it's not the same here. It's not the same here like walking around doing like yard work or things like that around the house shirtless when like your neighbors can see. They just kind of think you're just weird. Like why is he doing that? You are weird. What a creep. You are weird. Do you have like enough hair as a Middle Eastern man to just look like you're wearing a shirt though? No. Not that much. Okay. But I do have, I'm, I'm a very hairy person. Okay. <laughs> My dad looks like he has a shirt on. If we were recording video, I'd say more than this, but not like, you know, the crazy Middle Eastern man. Yeah. <laughs> See, I discovered something weird when I went home. My dad doesn't grow any hair on his stomach. Which is very bizarre. I've never seen that before. Like, no happy trail, nothing. He's he's complete. He's naturally just completely clean on his stomach, but like chest, arms, and legs. Where's the just, where's the hard line on the chest? Like right at his pecs. 
Okay, so... It's like hair only grows on his pecs. He doesn't shave it? No. What the... F- he definitely did laser treatment. No, no. He's never done laser treatment on his body before. He's only done it on his face for acne. What's been going on on his gut for however many years that that's happened? I have no clue. I don't know. And I mean, like, you can even... It's smooth. I mean, it's like rubbing the Buddha. It is... Like, there's almost no hair follicle? None. Motherfucker got that shit waxed and it worked. He probably, like, fell off a bike or something just... Grinded. Oh, my God. Just natural ground <laughs> just that shit the, off. the sidewalk or something like a penguin. Oh, okay. I dig it. I dig it. But, yeah, his, his stomach, absolutely hairless. Mine, like, the only place I grow hair. I'm like, I know, I'm convinced it's got to be like on my mom's side or something. Like, my my uncle probably has a very hairy belly or something. I was about to ask if your mom had a hairy belly, but that seems inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> Which it's like... Justin. What? If you had the opportunity to go get a hair transplant tomorrow, would you get it done? Where's he getting the hair transplanted? Yeah, I was to? gonna say transplanted to and transplanted from. Probably from your pubis to your head. I mean, I am starting to thin out pretty good, but I'm okay with it. I'm whatever. I've been seriously thinking about it. Either shaving or getting a hair transplant. Who cares, dog? Well, you seen those uh those custom I care. Why? <laughs> Why? You want you because care? I look terrible. You care, you care so bad. You want some pubes up on your head, dog? Well, I shave my pubes, so I. I <laughs> If you had super curly hair one day, you know what happened. That was the best cutout of the entire podcast. Oh, boy. Right, so you have pretty straight hair, and I have pretty straight hair. Mine's wavy. On your head? Yeah. Really? So if it's longer, it's more wavy? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because so I was going to ask, it's like, I always felt it was really weird that I myself, who has very straight hair, none of my body hair is straight. Is it all crazy curly? Yeah, it's all like curly and wavy. You got like Jew hair body. <laughs> I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. Fuck. I don't know. I mean, that's the thing. I definitely don't have a Jew fro. And I don't know about my facial hair enough yet to know if it's going to come in straight or if it'll come in curly. <laughs> oh, man. What a young buck. Love it. I don't know if you guys have ever noticed at uh, like pizza places, every single one of them has like a huge dude that has like a massive curly beard and a curly ponytail. And they there's always at least one of them at every single pizza place, if not the entire staff. Curly ponytail? I've seen that. Maybe without the beard too. But, right. but they at least have like facial hair. Mm-hmm. Like, I've never seen a clean-shaved guy work at a pizza place. It's kind of gross. It is. But, like, that's just what I've noticed. I've never seen a clean-shaved guy work at a pizza place or a camera store. 
me and Janae used to eat at this Philly cheese plate, if steak place that I won't the name. Philadelphia. Hey, stop. Philadelphia and cheesesteaks. Moochies. Did you not notice how I was trying to stop you from saying the name because I was about to talk a lot of shit and I didn't want to, you know, be slanderous? Aren't they out of business? No. Oh, shit. I don't even know what the name of the Okay, this is is. what they used to be. (laughs) You don't get hints sometimes. And... So this place that's not the one that Janae just named... At all. One bit. Not at all associated to it. One Definitely not. One I was mistaken. He's talking about a different 100% place. Hundred percent a different place. We used to go there when we were younger. And I've had some people from the East Coast say fuck a Philadelphia cheesesteak, like from Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. This place was danker than the rest. Okay? When I went to Philadelphia, I was so upset because that sandwich, you couldn't even see the meat sticking out of it. It was, like, hidden in there. There's, yeah. like, two, three slices up in there on a thick-ass piece of bread. You know what I mean? That was mm-hmm. bullshit. This place, again, not the one Sinead named. <laughs> Way too much meat. Yeah. Thin bun. Full of just green onions and bell be, bell peppers and onions and all kinds of good-ass shit, you know? Good cheese, big-ass basket of fries, fry sauce. Everything was so delicious, but it had this crazy major Oh, fries hit the spot, So dude. hit the spot. Oh. And they had this one major... Fries are so good. Fry sauce was on point. And, oh, my God, dude. I am salivating right now that it's so good it is that bomb oh fuck dude and but it has this it one is so crazy good. downfall you but, walk in but. you walk in and <laughs> the first thing you think when you walk in there is this is the last place i would ever eat a meal that is cooked they got old like red stained carpet throughout the dining area to the right <laughs> the two Guys working there are generally two fat guys so big their stomach hangs out of their shirt and like they're not wearing an apron so their gut's hanging out. You know what I mean? It's like touching the fryer. They're waddling around. There is literally they just scrape the food like off the fryer from the leftovers and stuff onto the ground and just clean it up onto the end of the night. They're just like walking all over the filth of the whole day. There are flies everywhere. You walk in there and you're like, fuck this. I do not want to eat from this place. I I, know. And then you get your shit. You sit down on their nasty ass dirty table that they haven't cleaned in two years. And still got crumbs from who knows what week. And you bite into that sandwich. It's just the most goddamn delicious thing you've ever eaten. You would life. probably prefer them not to wipe it down because the towel that they probably use to wipe it down is the same one they use on the floor. Bro, there was a place like that back in uh, San Francisco called like Shanghai Dumpling King. And you would you would walk in and the room, like the dining area, is probably about as like two of these rooms, the recording room that we're in. 
Okay. Um, and it looks like a public restroom. Like the tile on the floor is like bathroom tile. The walls are just an off-stained white. There's like iridescent yellow lights hanging overhead. Nah. And then the tables, no matter what you do to them, are sticky. Yep. Um, the chairs are sticky. Everything's sticky. And Always sticky. It is hands down the best dim sum I have ever had. Marginally. Why do these dank ass places have to just be so disgusting? Yeah. <laughs> the flavor comes from the ba- bacteria and viruses. <laughs> we all know that shit came from a lab. Shut up, dog. I said the flavor. The flavor. Oh, I thought we were talking about that other thing we're not allowed to mention on the platform we post on that I shall not name. <laughs> Oh boy You want to talk about that eviction thing? Yeah, tell me Connor has a story for us I'd love to hear it So probably about a month ago um, The HOA had a meeting in our courtyard Okay Because I guess they had to redo the roofing on the building So they were like talking about the budget they were going to do for that And then they were also talking about Because we've had issues with people not picking up after their dogs in the courtyard, so they're going to put, like, doggy bag dispensers in the courtyard now. Okay. Um, Bags and, encourage people. Yeah. And, um, you know, they, they were wrapping up the session because it was, like, in our front yard. I basically just opened the window to listen in on it the entire time. Nice. Because I was basically, like, you know, one of the people sitting outside was about as far as you are from me now. Just a window right here. Right. So it's just like I opened the window and listened in on the whole thing. Kind of nice. Cool. Yeah. Um, but towards the end, they were talking about, it's like, you know, can we take care of that guy that lives in the van in our parking lot? And the guy that owns the property is like, who lives in a van in our parking lot? And it's like, well, there's that van in the parking lot that's been there forever. And since they moved in, like, my car always gets ran through and... Um, it's just always sketchy and he's always getting in an argument with the woman who lives in that parking spots unit and they're, they're just convinced this guy lives there and I've seen the guy he looks pretty trashy I mean he might be either living in and out of that van and whether his girlfriend's letting him live inside yeah that night yeah so that was like an issue and then not too long ago, uh, the city cited his van. So he had a Whoa. he had a warning on his van in the parking lot that basically said, like, if you can't prove that this vehicle operates, we'll claim it as an abandoned vehicle and repo it. And what was kind of surprising is usually they only do that to, like, street parking cars. Right. They don't touch, like, stuff in driveways and lots unless the owner complains unless the owner complains so either the unit owner or the building manager got involved but that happened and then recently the van is now gone um of course but the guy was back tonight getting his stuff in an argument with the woman in the parking lot and, of course, it's, like, two spots from mine, and he's, like, parked shitly, so I'm trying not to hit him while I back out kind of deal. And I just asked him, it's, like, can you fix, like, your parking job? 
kind of deal. And he's like, look, man, I'm dealing with something. It's just like, I don't fucking care. <laughs> I don't care what you're dealing with. Move yeah. your fucking car, dude. Yeah. And it's just like, move your car. It's not even registered. Because <laughs> he, he pulled up in like this, looks like a brand new BMW, but it has a license plate on it that has no registration sticker. And then in like the rear view window is another license plate, different number, and a registration sticker from like 2018 on it. Do you know what we call that, Connor? Hmm. A stolen car. Probably. <laughs> it's just like, I could honestly just call the cops to get your vehicle removed where it is. Like, just move the fucking car, dude. <laughs> you are parked sideways in vertical parking spots. God damn it. Yeah. Janine. Dude, what a life, man. Mm -hmm. That's what I was going to say. What What a love transient car living life. Yeah. Dude, it kind of sounds dope. Like, just chilling in your car some nights when you're getting, like, bitched at. And then, like, some nights just, like, dealing with a little bit of cops. You know, repo and shit like that. Like, that's cool. So he was consistently smoking by the dumpster out there, like, almost every night. And then he also... Dope. He has, like, three chihuahuas, one of which has, like, this mohawk that goes down its entire back. It's, like, a long-haired, and he's just shaped it so it has, like, a mohawk down its entire body. And he never controls them, so whenever you pull out, you always have to, like... Watch your rear view camera for chihuahuas. Okay, because it's so tiny. Uh, yeah, I mean, even if you looked out the like rear window or anything, like you couldn't see them. But they're always just roaming the parking lot because he keeps like no control over any of his animals. What an asshole! Yeah, and it's like we live in a nice neighborhood. This man solely brings down the property value. Just by being there. So it's like, I wonder if kicking him out has now just upped my rent. <laughs> oh, because he was driving the property down. Yeah, he was honestly driving the property down. I'm pretty sure three people moved out because of him. Fuck. Yeah. Keeping that refresh rate up. Yeah, a part of me wonders if I should just start doing what I see on Reddit where people like go into the backyard and just fire a round off once a month. Don't do that. <laughs> I know it's a good joke. Don't do it. Don't do it. Yo, you just made me think of a ridiculous question. Hmm. I want to start a band where the first CD cover is a Mohawk Chihuahua and, like, aviators. Okay. And a spike dog collar. You know what I mean? Okay. What's the band name? Probably going to be like Los Rebels. Oh, I like that. Give it like Beverly Hills Chihuahua vibes. All right. Yeah, that's I, I second that name. That's a good name. Look at us just coughing out and not even answering. The uh, it's just shitty punk music. It is. Um... I want mine to be a ska band, actually. A ska band with a punk rock chihuahua on it. It's not necessarily punk rock. Yeah, but it is, kind of. 
But I think they're going to go by like um, flip flop. Flip flop. I don't know why. Yeah, it just seems like it's a lot of just. Flip flop. Pick it up, pick it up now. <laughs> and they're chasing the little chihuahua. Pick it up, pick it up, pick it up, pick it up now. Hi, hi, hi. Oh, God, I feel like we just made a song. <laughs> There's a. Uh, I found a group yeah, the other did. day. You did. I didn't. So yeah. There's a band called Hate Beak. And it's this uh, death metal cover band where their lead vocals are just recordings of an African gray macaw. Macaw. Yeah. And so it's like all scream metal, but the screams come from a parrot. <laughs> and like imitating all, a macaw. Something. And like all the music is just um like variations of like uh metal songs with a bird pun in it. So it's like number of the beak. Oh my god. <laughs> We're like squawk and destroy. Oh boy. I love that, dude. But like all their cover art is great because it just looks like cheesy Photoshop of like death metal covers with a macaw in it. Oh my god. Dude. For like an African gray parrot. Let me see if I can pull up one of these because they're. <laughs> While you pull that up, we yeah. thought of a death metal band name today because at my work we saw a guy who looked, someone just ran up to me and said, oh my god, there's an Asian Danny DeVito over here. And I was like, what the fuck? And I ran over and this dude was 100% just an Asian Danny DeVito. And when I'm on lunch break and I couldn't stop thinking about, for some reason, how a white guy... Oh my god, that's terrible. <laughs> Never. A white guy going up as Asian Danny DeVito and then starting to like play some either ska music or death metal would be a pretty great experience to see. I have a few drawings of like an Asian Danny DeVito. Because every time I try and draw him, it's a 50-50. Either it comes out as Danny DeVito or like an you old Asian You have drawn Danny... Wait, wait. Yeah. We need to discuss this. That you have, drawn, you have attempted to draw Danny DeVito multiple times. Yeah, so... Um, the most recent one I did, I had an art class at the U, and um, the whole premise of the assignment was to, we were doing like perspective, so we had to go somewhere in the student union building and do a perspective piece, and then towards the end of it, he's just like, okay, here's the next part of your assignment, is take the perspective and add something unexpected to it and I was like okay I can do that and so once I finished my perspective and I had to add something unexpected to it I decided I was going to draw Danny DeVito in like a little like Roman toga thing walking the cross through the lobby because that's where I was drawing Oh my god, so it's so like, I, I got it's this Danny piece. DeVito in your hotel lobby walking with the cross. Yeah, and he's got like a big smile on his face and he's like waving. Uh, 
I should have it on my phone. If I do, I'll. I'll Janine, have you ever seen or it. drawn an Asian Danny DeVito? Uh, no, you know, I don't think I have, but I can't imagine it could be too hard. I mean, I would go more with like a stick figure, but the length is like a quarter. And then the arms and legs are about a quarter. And the head is also probably normal sized. And then just a balding, hilarious old man. <laughs> You're right. It, it is a pretty cheap one, but I fucking giggled all day. So, Janae, if you check the chat, I posted a picture of that Hate Beak um, cover art. I don't know if you want to click on this picture. Dude, that's fucking awesome. Isn't it? That is amazing, dude. That's exactly what I would choose as their... Do you think if we paid them $3, they'd let us use this as the thumbnail for our... in the background picture for our episode? That'd be good. Hate Beak. Number of the Beast. Number of the Beak. Number of the Beak. Don't fuck up like that. Uh, here's a, I think this is it. Yeah, this is a rough photo of that Danny DeVito piece, if it'll load. Oh, um, I, I actually heard something in the, in the, in the news that's actually pretty, pretty controversial. All right. I guess. Can you spin it? So, in. We'll spin it. Yeah, it's, it's not, it's not that, like, negative. It's not that negative, but it's just, it's just kind of a fun hypothetical experiment. So, um, the UK in 2022 will require all new cars to have speed limiters installed on them, meaning that if you're driving in a residential neighborhood, it'll use GPS and camera technology to identify the speed limit, and you cannot exceed it. That's so fucking stupid. I think that's really stupid, too, because what if there's an emergency and you're stuck going 10 miles an hour on a country road? Right. I mean, just what if there's that basic moment where somebody's about to cut you off and you kind of need to gas it to, like, get up around them? You know what I mean? Make that split decision, like, slight gas, not brake move. Not only that, but I mean, that, again, just goes against the whole philosophy of, like, you drive with traffic, not the speed limit. Oh, God. Like... If everyone's going a certain speed, you match that speed. You don't just be How like... How dumb are these fucking Brits, dude? Right. I'm going to say it. Because now the speed limit is now the maximum. They are them. They are really stupid. They are, they are pretty stupid. They're like the epitome of the nanny state with making really stupid decisions. Like, first of all, Brexit. That like completely ruined their economy. <laughs> and then now... And then now this... Like... Like, oh, you can you only no go 25 like, miles an hour on the street. That's my horrible accent. Yeah, that's a pretty good German me. accent. <laughs> like a German woman. <laughs> An old German lady, Miss Doubtfire, some shit. <laughs> Fuck, bro. I hate. Yeah, it's just like that's why we. That's that's why like we they celebrate. do understand. They do understand that if they implement this, they will no longer have revenue from speeding tickets. Boy, I mate, don't care. I reckon I want to drive about 10 under now, eh? Do you know what? Do you know? I'm going to be honest with you, Janae. Three days ago, 
we celebrated the 4th of July. I'll be outing us here on our release schedule. I don't give a fuck. I had no patriotism that day. I was just like on some fuck the U.S. shit. I don't give a fuck about this day. I didn't do anything. It was just another fucking Sunday doing nothing. But just right now, three days later, you hit me with some American pride right there. That we got away from that shit. Yeah, that'll never fly in America. First, because of police quotas. Yeah. Second, because the public will be like, dude, I can drive whatever speed I want, even if I get a ticket. I don't give a shit. Well, of course. I'm just trying. Yeah, but dude, like that, I just I just can't fathom that. Like, dude, like buying like an expensive Lamborghini or like a Ferrari in the UK, and you're like, oh, nope, the maximum speed you can go is this. You go to a track if you want to, but And we're back. Here we'll get we'll get a little bit of this going in here. We lost Jay. It's okay though. Oh, oh dude, don't get us. Don't. It's not copyrightable. Says who? Is it yours? Is it yours? Whose is this shit? It's 8-Beak, baby. You gotta turn that shit off, dude. <laughs> Bro, we don't make money off the podcast. They can't copyright us. <laughs> they can, though. <laughs> we can't be demonetized. We can't get we copyright We can't be demonetized strikes. on our non-monetizable it. video. It. You can get copyright strikes through the bot filters that sift through this shit. Perfect. Yeah, I'm gonna fine. buy an album for my baby. He's going to love yeah, it. Man. It'll be a nice lullaby. <laughs> uh, I got so much copyright music on my YouTube channel. <laughs> I know. I just don't want to fuck with that shit, dude. Dumbasses out here getting sued. God, their, their album names are so good. <laughs> what other shit do we got in here to talk about? I didn't fucking prepare anything. Like an idiot. Oh, you hear a Bezos step down? Oh, oh, I heard that one. You never prepare anything. God, dude, I got busy. Bezos stepped down? I don't believe that oh, shit. Yeah. Supposedly. I don't know. I I remember he announced that he was going to step down like a year ago and then didn't. And then no, I guess he's supposed... stepping down from the board position. He's As CEO, he's stepping. Or he's staying in then. Yeah, he's going to go to the board. That's what every CEO right. does when they step down. I think the only exception is Papa John's. He just got out. <laughs> he just got kicked out. I was going to say he got forced out. Yeah. He's just like, listen, man. It also happened listen, to all the people listen, at Bed Bath & Beyond. Same yeah. shit. They all got forced out. The reckoning is coming. You know, there's a Papa John's in Pakistan. Really? Yeah. <laughs> and they do the same thing that they do in the U.S., they have the sandwich, they give the little pepperoncini, I mean the pizza, they have they give the little pepperoncini, they have the garlic dipping sauce, and it tastes just like Papa John's in the U.S. Yeah, it's called consistency, baby. I don't know, McDonald's isn't very consistent. I had them in a... That's one of their, that's kind of one of their things, though, is they switch it up oh, to yeah. appeal. That is, like, kind of part of their marketing, is they switch it up to appeal. Did you know Panda Express? And a lot of countries... 
they have like really weird laws. So like when McDonald's like expanded way too much and then people like didn't really eat McDonald's that much anymore, like in like this last new generation, mm-hmm. like the Generation Z, it's it, they didn't they thought that it would just continue on this upward trend. So they expanded a shit ton in the 90s and early 2000s and the Gen Z like there was just too much competition or whatever. So they had to sell a lot of the McDonald's. So what they did in like smaller countries and smaller markets is they just sold the McDonald's franchise brand of the entire country to like a singular business man or woman. Mm-hmm. And the one in Pakistan is run by a man and a wife. So it's like super different. Yeah, and I've heard they've done. They come out with like this old weird stuff. And I've heard that's why they have all this weird stuff and why they will sometimes use like weird local, um, especially if there's like accents and stuff on letters. So it will be like McDonald's, but with like a strange accent that if you actually read the language, you kind of look at it and you're like, that doesn't make sense for that accent to be there. But you familiar with the uh, UK McDonald's lawsuit fumble? Yes, we've talked about this with on the, this pod actually. With the Big Mac. The Big Mac, yeah. How they got fucking <laughs> lost that shit. God damn. Well, I reckon I'll drive under the speed limit and then That's not hilarious. get a Big Mac at BK. Won't be going over there. Let's... Oh, you guys gotta try the Micarabia. The Micarabia? What's the Micarabia? The Micarabia. The Micarabia is like um, a ground chicken breast patty that's grilled and then it's put in a pita with garlic and tzatziki sauce tomato lettuce and uh black pepper seasoning so it's 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 amazing it's a gyro but with ground chicken patty it's a chicken gyro it's a chicken gyro it's delicious why can't why can't you just say fucking chicken gyro Cause they call it the Micarabia, dude. Uh, do you know, dude? dude have you ever, have you nights. ever, have you ever heard of this thing? It's called a chicken sandwich. All right. Okay, so it's like you take a hamburger. All right, but instead you take chicken, and then on top of that you put cheese and lettuce and tomato and sauce. It's just like a hamburger. Bro, that's called the Danny Special. Why not just call it the Danny Special, man? They're fucking stealing cultures out there, dude. It should be called the McGreek, bitches. Do you ever have the McGangbang? That would not fly. <laughs> the fucking McGangbang. I got, I got, I got so tired of the fucking McGangbang joke, I won't lie. Because it got just... It was like... It was a decade of like... Anytime McDonald's comes up, just that question you just mm-hmm. asked right there, like, <laughs> you ever had the McGangbang? <laughs> they take a McChicken <laughs> and stick it in your Mc, your, your McDouble. Yeah, I, I, I know. <laughs> it's not even that good. I know, it's shit. But you just love to be able to fucking say gangbang in front of your friends with McGangbang mm-hmm. and say that it's associated with McDonald's. Half the time, those people don't and even be a know what like, a gangbang is. Jesus. Yeah, gangbang. It's like it's like those that gang shit, man. God, dude. It smells like updog in here. He Bro, you dropped something. Oh, oh my god. Remember the game? Yeah. Oh, God, you just lost the game. Remember <laughs> that was the thing for a while on, like, Tumblr? People would just do a post and it would just say, the game. God, dude. 
And then you're like, oh, what does that mean? And then you go to the comments and it's just you lost. And it's like, lost what? <laughs> They're forcing you to learn this dumb shit. Yeah. Do you know what I do you know a dumb joke I hit someone to with today that hmm. I almost feel ashamed that I said? But but it was a classic, I feel like, in our originate, in our crew. They were singing a song. They're not the greatest of singers. I hit them with the like, oh, who sings this song? And they very happily told me who it was. I was like, oh, sweet, we should keep it that way. (laughs) And they were like, huh? I was like, we should keep it that way. And they were like, I feel like you're making a joke of me, but I don't get it. And I literally had to explain out, like, you were singing the song, and I asked you who sang it, and I said we should keep it that way, implying that you should. And they were like, oh, fuck you, it got all mad. I was like, damn, that joke was so good, it went that far over your head. Tilly but, over here with his boomer moment. But also, they're the same age as me, so I'm a little <laughs> bit like, damn, like, that's. I felt like that was a very big, like, I felt like I just hit someone with, like, what's up, chicken butt, and they didn't respond, you know what I mean? Like, what's that? You remember the days, Janae, when you're fucking jamming in the car and all of a sudden somebody says, who sings this? And you had to look at them with that skeptic eye of, like, we really doing this right now? Are we about to play this fucking game? Or do you actually want to know what artist this is? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I remember that. Pretty good internet troll I've been doing lately is I've been going on the, uh, like, either Instagram or Facebook and you just type in the tag Pink Floyd and you look for uh for the Rainbow album, the Prism album. Okay. And you just like hit them. It's like Imagine Dragons is my favorite band. <laughs> I love that shit. And it's like people flexing their new vinyl they just got of that album cover. It's like, oh dude, what's your favorite Imagine Dragons song? Dude. Oh my god. A kid the other day told me he likes indie music. So I turned on what I considered to be like some slightly borderline indie music, you know? Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah. You know, I listen to like Mumford and Sons and Post Malone. <laughs> that was like the two biggest two examples of monetary indie, people. Your two examples of indie music are Mumford and Sons and Post Malone. Like, all right. Bro, when I think of indie music, I think of like. Early 2000s Portugal the Man. Yes. Before they got, like, yes. a lot of big songs. Which I still like their current stuff, yes. but... I can think of a few different things. I'm not going to go down the list, yeah. but it definitely doesn't like, include... Never mind. But I only listen to the most indie cultures imaginable. Yes, I listened to And then he was saying after yes, that. Yes, I listened to Pearl Jam. But dude, it was just, he was like, dude, isn't banjo just like the coolest, greatest instrument ever? Like, you can never put too much banjo in a song, am I right? And I'm like, I'm, I'm going to smack you. Like, fucking. What you like is country, my friend. <laughs> he doesn't like country. No, he likes he, country. No, he just likes that in pop music, the yeah. current thing is throwing in a bunch of banjo. So he's like... Yeah, he's a closeted country fan. Or I'll I, give him folk tops. No, 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 no. He's 
a closeted not know what he thinks. Yeah. He's just seen memes about how cool banjos are because of Mumford and Sons and has just made that his culture. You know what I mean? I don't really like Mumford and Sons' use of banjo as far as banjos go. God, dude. I think. Um, There's much better. Uses. I think Modest Mouse does it way better. Or like. Janaid, who's your favorite banjo player? Just folk genre in general play better banjo. I don't have a God. favorite banjo player. Damn it, dude. Uh, I don't even know favorite guitar player. Can you name any guitar player right now? Go, name one. Oh, Joe Satriani. Joe Satriani is that even real? Look it up. Play jazz. J O. Look it up. I am, dude, because I feel like you just. Joe Satri, okay, all right, okay, all right, I'll give it up to you, dog. At least you didn't take the easy route and say like Jimi Hendrix. Or Dude, something. that's what I was about to be like. If you can't drop a Jimi Hendrix, at least you know yeah. what I mean. Like, uh, that's always like, yeah, I love guitar. Yeah. Who's your favorite guitar player? Jimi Hendrix. Okay, he's kind of <laughs> been outdone by this point. Yeah. Who's your second favorite? Um, uh, 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 that guy from Rage Against the Machine, Tom Morello. Um, um, Ringo Starr. <laughs> Wasn't he the drummer? <laughs> no. <laughs> Ringo Starr died. Because he was such a good guitar player for the Beatles. He got murked. Okay? Learn your history. Everyone tell Connor how dumb he is in the comments. That's such a good two-parter one, too. <laughs> Not only is it the wrong person, but I think, isn't Ringo the only surviving member right now? There's two. There's two? Who's the other one? Paul. Oh. My story was right. Don't be... Do Connor's wrong. Tell him in the comments. <laughs> Someone. Bro, I love Eric Clayton. Best guitar player I know. I like me some John Mayer. <laughs> Sing some songs about sunshines and stuff like that. Who's the great dude? A lot of people don't like John Mayer for personal reasons. Well, the same reason oh. why a lot of people don't like Morrissey for personal reasons. Is it the the, the gay thing? No, it's the racist thing. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> you ever hear like any of a? What is this, John Mayer's gay racist? racist. Well, I don't know if John Mayer is. I know Morrissey is, which is always funny. No, uh, John Mayer's kind of like a. Lady killer, if you know what I mean. Oh, why is that? So he gets yeah. a womanizer. I'm looking this up right now. Oh, he's anti-immigrant. Are you looking at Morrissey? Or? John Mayer's anti-immigrant. No, Morrissey. <laughs> yeah, Morrissey is a major anti-immigration oh, okay. guy. And he fucking goes out, does his UK tours, and then just spouts racism. <laughs> 
And then, like, every time he does it, like, everyone that's still the remaining members of the Smiths have to go out. And it's like, just a reminder, Morrissey is no longer associated with the Smiths. We do not hold his views. This is not what we think, motherfuckers. Do not cancel us. I feel like I now have to also say these are not the express written views of the Prepared for Nothing podcast. Do I get to say some foul shit now that I said that? I was thinking the other day um, how much I love, like, racist jokes. And Ooh, let's talk about yeah, that, Connor. Yeah, they're just incredible. Go on, good. please. So I was thinking about this. I was sitting there. It's just like, you know, racist jokes are amazing. As I'm eating, like, the ethnic food that I have made recommended to me from ethnic friends and have elected to <laughs> consume my ethnic-led media on my ethnic-created devices. Dude, stop using the word ethnic. You're just white. You can't say Fine. that. Fine. Cultural. I use... <laughs> no, man. Just say, like, different. It's... I don't know. Oh, so we should just say ethnic. different. Okay. That's a <laughs> way better like, option today. I use the dark skin food... No. To eat and fill my belly. The different people's stuff. No, listen. Listen. You're, You're saying the word ethnic as implying non-white. N- no, right? I'm using it as, like, cultural. Okay, cultural. Janae, can you argue anybody can use the word ethnic to mean not what their race is? So because Connor himself is translucent... Um, Ethnic pretty much means anything of any color. Well, I don't identify with a race. Therefore, every race to me is ethnic. I agree with what you're saying, though. I don't want to diminish it, Janine. Okay, continue. As you're trying your ethnic foods with your ethnic drink. (laughs) Yeah, so while I was eating my... Couldn't you argue, Janine? I might interrupt again, actually, on that point. Yeah. Couldn't you argue that somebody in Pakistan could say if they were consuming American media on an American-made phone, if there was one, and consuming anything American-made other than media, because we don't make anything, um, that they could call that ethnic? Is that fair? This is a thought question. Uh, no, they can't. Because it's just American. I don't know. Maybe I am a bad person. Because while I was eating my fucking paneer curry last night, watching Chinese dramas, I was thinking how funny it would be just to hear, like, racist Asian jokes implemented throughout the series. (laughs) Connor, I need to... Do I need to get a kill switch switch (laughs) for your mic? I think I might need one. So the C stands for China, the O, Oriental, the V I'm working on. I'll get back to you on that. We'll spell it. (laughs) C-O. Kill switch. (laughs) Kill switch. (laughs) Cut him off. Oh, God, dude. I don't know. That's probably why it's entertaining to listen to Biden. Because he just, like, unintentionally makes racist jokes while he speaks. Dude, 
Intentional racism isn't funny. It's it's angering. Unintentional or intentional? Intentional. Oh yeah, racism. intentional. But his is like he's trying to make a point, but he fucks up because he deep down is a racist, <laughs> bigoted piece of shit. <laughs> That's true. He wasn't trying that to true. in that deep moment. Down, like Biden is a racist. He is a racist, and it's funny because he's tried so hard to hold it back, and it's been years of doing not very good at it. So it's like funny mm-hmm. to laugh at the slips. I don't love to see the videos of, like, the white guy yelling the N-word at a dude over and over again. Like, right. this isn't funny, but Joe Biden just being, like, the little colored kids, and you're like, wait, what did you just say? <laughs> Look, Jack, you can't enter a 7-Eleven without an Indian accent. What was his notorious ones? Like, other kids are just as smart no, as no, white kids. Oh, no, man. It was, uh, dude, I don't even like listening yeah, to him. Um, no, 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 it was, kid, it was, um, poor kids are like just as smart and talented <laughs> as white kids. <laughs> yes. And then, that was but no, he, just he also was quoted saying shit like, uh, you can't enter a Seven Eleven without a slight Indian accent. Yeah. Poor kids are just as bright as he said Yeah, that? he said that. It was in like one of his, um, when he was touring, trying to get elected early on. So Why would he say that? Still, my favorite thing too is like you. He's like, it's okay. My vice president is half Indian. <laughs> right. I still don't understand how he won. He's literally. Do you know what I'm waiting for him to say? Actually, hmm. because Trump sucked that. Point. I'm waiting for him to one day just say, "What do you mean, my vice president's black?" And you're like, "But, <laughs> but she's." She's she's not. Look, Jack, I ran with Obama. <laughs> Obama was my first black friend and Kamala was my second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you would say something like that. That sounds very Biden-esque. <laughs> Both half-black candidates. <laughs> not even realizing. That Kamala's not even, like, she's not black, right? She's... She's half black. Yeah, I think She's her I thought it was father more was like, from Jamaica. Oh, like I thought it was from India. India. Yeah. Okay, I was Which, wrong like, on that. Depending no, on her... what they need, um, when she was elected in California, she was like the first Indian governor or something like right. that, and now she's the first black vice president. So they're president. just they're just they're they're picking which right. size. To right. Pick. Even though she's technically not the first black vice president either. Well, he just lo- he loves them. He's got yeah. all them them black friends. Now, there's a lot of people conspiring that uh, he's gonna get like hit with a uh, an evaluation, like a mental evaluation, and Kamal will be president. They've been saying by, that this like, whole. End of July. They've been saying that yeah. since the beginning. Let's be honest. They've been talking about that. I heard the whole story before he even became president. Mm-hmm. They've been saying that. I don't think it's going to actually happen. Can I tell you one thing Hmm. I'm like slightly happy about? The president doesn't really have that much power in America. Let's be honest. Yeah. And for a long time, Trump was rallying people up, making people think he did. Mm Mm-hmm. And overstepping the like traditional presidential bounds of what he should be doing. Right. 
and now Biden's just kind of sitting back. And other than the small goofs and stuff, like, I'm just not hearing about him too much. You right. know what I mean? I mean, they're just not covering anything on him. There's yeah, nothing, they're not covering anything. There's nothing notable to cover on that, him. And that's kind of what I'm saying. It's kind of refreshing to just have the president that's not doing shit just sitting back fulfilling his not-doing-shit president role after we just had the wild boy right. come running through. But it's the other thing, too, nice. is he doesn't. He doesn't have any, like, social media presence. No. So there's nothing... He, he can't be unhinged because... And he's not he out there bragging him. about it. Like, exactly. Trump didn't even need necessarily the media coverage. Trump had, like, three tweets a day... He just needed his ...to Twitter, say that's his all he needed. shocking stuff. Biden doesn't even touch a phone half right. the time. Um, and which, maybe if just on that is kind of refreshing to not have to be daily wondering. Like, I remember mm-hmm. the whole four years of Trump essentially being like... Every day somebody would be like, oh, did you hear what crazy shit Trump said today? And it's like, oh, God. Right, but that was the thing with Trump is he just said crazy shit. If you actually look at it, him and Biden literally did the same thing. I know. Like Biden's policies are all just Trump policies. They all benefit Republicans. But there's something that's refreshing about like – and I know there's no difference truthfully. Mm -hmm. But there's something that feels a little better – not knowing that our president isn't tweeting, tweaking, I mean, yeah. tweeting, poking at Kim Jong-un and yeah. just like tweeting to try and put us on the brink of the war. Right. Now, I know that we can look at the drone numbers and all these other technical things. No, I'm yeah. not trying to get on that, but just that. He's going to do it when he wants to do it. Not but that he's not daily fear it. of yeah. my opening the phone being like, fuck, his, our president said something that's about to right. fucking... Like, just be so unhinged. And just that relief of, like, hey, thank you for just doing it like every other president in the history has. Go do it behind your closed doors. I used to think that was some shit, but now I'm like, thank God. Like, uh, You know, it's kind of funny, too, you think about it. I think Kamala gets more traction for being, like, the unhinged person than he does. Because he he's not doing shit. He's right. Just She's like, more in the public view than he is. She just brings papers to his desk, and he's like, I should sign this, right? She's like, yep, okay. <laughs> I'm going to go play with my Legos now. <laughs> These kids think my arm hair is really neat. <laughs> well, the kids in the pool, they like to touch my leg hair. <laughs> They've never seen my arm hair before. They like to touch it. I'm going to go sit in the Dairy Queen that they made for me in the backyard. <laughs> I like to. I like to try and... Figure out what I want to order there. I never remember. Well, should we end on a really high note of talking about U.S. politics? Because that's what everyone wants to. No, let's to. change it up. I had a, I had a, I had a low note that I was going to mention, but if we're ending, yeah, we're, I'll, I'll, I'll leave it be. Yeah, we're, we're definitely at our, at our time, so we're not going to low note it here. Um, well, this is a bummer. <laughs> Tell you what, Jack, I'll get the McFlurry if you get the if you get the slushy. Joe, we're at we're at the Dairy Queen. Yo, this is how confident I am that I don't know if anyone's listening till the end right now. Anyone emails me that they're hearing me say this at the end of our episode, I'll Venmo you ten dollars. Peace. Me accidentally Venmoing you the day before it comes out. Shut up, dude. We out of here, man. (laughs) Bye, guys. Later, guys.